Uh, hello there, everyone. Uh, welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and the video cast where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world. And as a family travel blogger, I love uh, interviewing other traveling families. On today's episode, we have Jennifer and Brendan, and their wonderful kids actually have joined us as well. So if you're just listening on iTunes, uh, make sure you watch the video version. You'll see the kids, uh, they might be popping in and out, and my kids might be popping in and out, but that's the beauty of being parents. Uh, uh, you never know what's going to happen. So uh, Brendan and uh, Jennifer, uh, maybe to start off with, why don't we get to know you a little bit better? If you want to share a little bit more about yourselves and your family for the sake of the people listening and viewing. Sure, yeah. We, uh, we've been traveling for about nine years now. We started in 2009, uh, left the States and sold our house and everything. Um, been to about 32 countries so far. And really the purpose for us was, or at least, at least for me, I think for all of us, was just um, personal growth. We wanted to see the world and show our kids the world and learn as much as we could from it and about ourselves. And that's, I think, my favorite part of travel is all the, the ways that it shows me myself in, in different environments. And uh, yeah, it's been quite the adventure. Yeah, just curious and excited to learn more about the world in a more sensory way, just being more immersed in it. So yeah. Well, it is amazing that you've been doing it for nine years continuously. I, we just started in December of last year, so we've been traveling for seven months, and it is pretty stressful with the kids running around and uh, throwing tantrums and uh, fighting with each other. So I can just imagine for nine years what an adventure has been on. So tell us, uh, walk us through some of the different uh, cities and countries and continents you guys have visited so far in the last almost a decade of traveling. Sure. When we started, uh, we... We moved to Costa Rica. Well, actually, our first trip was Panama, just for six weeks to test the waters. Then we, we sold everything and moved to Costa Rica and used that as a home base to explore a lot of Central and South America. Uh, then we headed over to Asia, Malaysia, and, and Southeast Asia, and then Japan for a little bit. We've popped in and out of Europe several times. So yeah, just kind of all over. <laughs> um, We've seen uh, amazing. That of a few places where we stayed for longer periods has been Costa Rica, Ubud, Bali, and Victoria, Canada, and now San Miguel de Allende, Mexico. Well, uh, you know, I'm from Vancouver, BC, Canada originally, so you were just uh, a BC ferries right away over there in Victoria. Yeah, that's, that's also really close to where we're going to be holding the Family Adventure Summit in September in Penticton. Awesome, and yeah, we'll definitely be finding out more about that. Uh, I'm curious to know about in your last nine years of traveling, uh, what have been some of your favorite cities, uh, countries? Has it, has it been the places you stayed or maybe some of the places you visited? There's been other ones besides where we've kind of made a home base. We really like Barcelona, Spain, and we really love Japan to visit. But yeah. But as far as living, yeah, we. We're really enjoying San Miguel. We love Ubud in Bali, and just we, we tend to kind of come back to the places that are our favorites, and those are two of our favorites. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I, I meet a lot of families and just travelers in general who absolutely love Ubud, a uh, big digital nomad hotspot, and so is actually uh, San Miguel de Allende, where you are. Uh, I've actually interviewed a few different families who are living there currently, and uh, I'm over here in Medellin, Colombia. That's another big digital nomad hotspot, so we've covered pretty much uh, all the major ones besides maybe Chiang Mai. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right, yes. <laughs> so, uh, you know, you shared some of your highlights, but also uh, we'd love to hear the other side. I mean, what have been some of your struggles, your challenges, your difficulties in traveling that long uh, with young kids? 
Yeah. Well, when we started, we had two kids. I, we actually have three children, three daughters, but our, our middle daughter just had some dental work done today and she's not feeling well. So she got some braces. Uh, so she's not here. But uh, this one was actually born on the road uh, in Costa Rica. But I think some of the bigger challenges have been for these kids probably around friends. I know you struggled with that for quite a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were missing their friends and uh, having to say goodbye all the time. But now they, they keep in touch a lot through Skype. And, you know, the friends that are really close, we end up seeing around the world and in various places over and over again. So. Yeah, I can relate to that. We have three young kids, one's five, one's three, and one's one. And uh, same difficulties as uh, forming those solid friendships because us adults, I mean, we can uh, stay in touch through social media and through technology such as Skype or Google Hangout. Uh, but with the kids, they don't have that ability usually. Yeah, not until, like, I think when, when you were like eight or nine, that was, it was a real yeah. struggle. But now that she's old, she's 13 now, she has no trouble staying in touch with friends through social media. So, uh, that's kind of, kind of, I think it kind of gets solved as they get a little older. So, you know, since we have the kids on the, the show, before they run off, I would love to hear from them. Uh, what have been some of your favorite places? You've been traveling with your mom and dad for nine years. Uh, do you have any favorite cities or countries? Well, you go first. <laughs> okay, um, my favorite is probably Victoria. Victoria, Canada. <laughs> yeah, I really like that place too. It's, it's, it's really beautiful. There's flowers all over. It's like really, it's, it just has a cozy Christmas feel to me. It's really nice. And um, I also like Japan. I just, I like the feel there too. <laughs> Great. So did you guys see some whales in Victoria? It's famous for whale watching. Did you guys go, uh, did you see some whales or dolphins or seals or anything? Saw some seals that did. Um, yeah. Oh, there's a flock. <laughs> no whales. <laughs> no whales yet, but we did see some some uh, some seals. We awesome. Actually, uh, actually, see a whale at Botanical Beach near. Oh, that's true. Out in the distance. Yeah, yeah, we did see one whale. No dolphins, I don't think. <laughs> so, uh, what made you guys uh, settle now in? Uh, uh, Sam Mikkel, Alienda, I think it's called SMA for short because it's uh, hard to pronounce for us native English speakers, but uh, what made you settle over there? We love the community mostly and the culture is really fun and we love how walkable the, the town is and that we don't have to own a car, for example. And it's just really great, all the classes that are available for the kids and and for Brandon and I, there's just so much art as well here. And yeah, just a really connected community. Like the, the uh, locals and the foreigners are all very well integrated and we get along really, really nicely. So it's special for that reason, I think. And I think at the time we were also just, we were feeling like we wanted a home base. Um, the, we, we'd been traveling fairly fast paced for quite a while and just felt like we wanted to, to settle somewhere and, and have a place to travel from, to, to make our own. Um, I was wondering if that happened. Me too. Yeah. Well, we'll just have to start talking about that again. Yeah, I, I kind of knew that would happen. I was like, are you still talking? He's frozen. <laughs> Sometimes it comes back. Stand by in the link. I think we got her off agenda. 
you want to head down, Ash, or do you want to keep talking? Okay, we're back. <laughs> All right, uh, sorry about that. I, I have a little bit of a technical hiccups. I'm here in Medellin, Colombia. Uh, these guys over there in uh, San Miguel, Mexico. So, into the on. But what I was asking you, uh, Jennifer and Brandon, is um, what made in San Miguel de Allende uh, for the time being? See what you said. Yeah, so we really love the community and the culture here. And we love the walkability of the town. It's very um, pedestrian friendly and it isn't too big and we don't need to own a car, which we really like. The taxis are really inexpensive. And we really love all the classes that are available for the kids and for adults. And yeah, it's just, and the locals and the, the foreigners get along really well. It's really well integrated, everybody's friends. And yeah. yeah, these kids are taking painting and baking and Aikido and horseback yeah, riding and well, we will when we come back. Yeah, mm -hmm. we're going to leave this week for Europe. <laughs> um, but uh, I think also at the time, we just felt that we, we wanted a home base. We wanted to settle down somewhere a little bit longer because we've been traveling fairly fast paced for a while and, and wanted a place to travel from that we could kind of make our own. Yeah, it definitely makes sense uh, to have that home base and then travel around the area. Uh, I'm interested in the two big questions that pretty much everyone asks us as uh, traveling families, the money question and the school question. So how do you guys finance the whole nine years plus of traveling? Uh, tell us about the different income streams. Sure. Uh, I have an online business called Music Teachers Helper, which I created back in 2003 just for myself to keep track of my piano students. And then... It later made it a made it a business and it's a subscription service that helps music teachers keep track of the, the business side of teaching and that's been just continuing to grow over the years and has supported us on our travels completely now now we also have a couple real estate investments we have a property in Bali and then this this one here in San Miguel that we rent out as vacation rentals on Airbnb when Awesome. That's uh, definitely a great way to uh, fund the lifestyle, having uh, rental properties. Um, so I'm curious about the school question. Uh, tell us about how you guys are handling homeschooling, world schooling, unschooling, uh, road schooling, self-directed learning, uh, all of the above. Yeah, we started out on our journey more homeschooling, doing more like school at home. And then eventually it kind of morphed into more of an unschooling, self-directed learning um, so they facilitate, we just help facilitate them with classes and teachers that they're interested in, that they're, they're wanting. And then, yeah, they kind of just direct their own learning, kind of like adults, kind of like as we do when we're adults. Yeah, yeah Emily, do you want to tell them a little bit about what you're doing and what you're interested in and how you learn? Um, I just learn like everyone else learns, really. I mean, just by being curious about something, I, I pursue it more passionately than, than I otherwise would if I was force-fed it. Um, like, I, I, if in the past few years, I haven't been that interested in math, but recently I've been getting into it, trying to dig deeper. <laughs> so what are you interested in? What do you spend um, time on? Mostly animation and music. Those are my two passions I really like those. Uh, and I, I've been wanting to get into acting more, but uh, I, I haven't got the chance much, and I'm busy on my other projects that I'm doing. But 
It's really fun. <laughs> awesome. What kind of stuff are you working on, Emily? Uh, what kind of projects? Well, I, I'm, I'm making a music video, an animated music video for one of my songs I did. Um, it's, it, I, I don't want to give too many details right now, but it, I'm, I'm hand-drawing it. And it's like, and I'm doing 24 frames per second, and it's a four-minute song, so that's like 4,800 frames of animation. It's gonna take a while, but yeah, I can't wait when it's finished. And you've already done like 600 or something? Yeah, 600 something. I've done a bit more today, though. Yeah, and she storyboarded the whole thing out, and uh, I, I think she's a she's a brilliant songwriter as well.